Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The markets have been down and tried to come back up and then just got shook and rattled. I mean, it's down 600 as we speak. But we had information earlier about how Cyber Monday missed by 1.4%. First time it's been down ever. But if you take a look at the month of November, sales were up. Were people just buying early for the holiday season? Or does the up not mean up and the down not mean down? And what is with this down 600 plus? Is this all because of Omicron? Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today. Let me bring in Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Let's try and break some of this down. We've got a couple of pieces going on here, and I think that some of them have nothing to do with something else. Let's start with what we're seeing in the markets right now. The Dow is down 646 as we're speaking right now. This wasn't the case earlier where the Dow futures were down. Uh, They were down 401 moment then they were down 250 the markets were down 250 and then the chairman uh, of the fed uh, jerome powell starts talking and everything went to hell what happened ah you got to go get them back because this is what how it broke down what happened in this that you had the words from the from the fed chair and the next thing you know the markets went crazy dr matt will university of indianapolis economist what what is the connection there hey tony how are you i'm sorry i got cut off there so i didn't hear your entire uh, intro well um, the the intro is is a simple one the markets were already kind of down because the market seems worried about what the administration is going to do about omicron then the chairman of the fed jerome powell speaks and the markets go absolutely back crap nuts what did jerome powell say and what's the issue well i think what's happening is is He's trying to downplay the risk, which I think is a right move on his part. So he's telling them that the uh, Omicron variant is not going to pose a risk to the economy based on what the, um, the doctor in South Africa said when she had her interviews, a number of them on various networks, saying that the symptoms are mild and that there is no reason for alarm. So I think he was just trying to uh, not placate, but calm the market, saying, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. You overreacted yesterday. But he said it in a very nice way. So the overreaction was really what took place on on Friday when they first heard of Omicron and people were like, oh, no, this might lead to more uh, lockdowns, more shutdowns, this variant uh, of COVID that was found in South Africa and some other African nations. And now we know it's in Canada and and, and other spots. Uh, but the, the, there's one thing when the market's like, OK, what is this going to do to us? But why would the Fed chair trying to calm things down send markets in a further downward spiral? I don't think he's trying to send the markets in a downward spiral necessarily. I think he's trying to set reality because markets factor in all variables, Tony, whether they're upside or downside. And he's just trying to paint a very sincere picture to the markets and so that the markets will go to where they should go. I know that sounds a little uh, convoluted, but that's what he's really trying to do is get the markets to where they should be and try to put some reality into the picture. 
I'm not saying no. I'm, I'm not arguing that. But he does this, putting reality into the picture, and the markets go down. That seems that if, if your objective is to calm things, that doesn't seem very calm. No, no, it's not. And, and you know, he chooses words very carefully. Remember, this is a guy who su- submits uh, transcripts of what he says to people and with, with redlining to mark out what he's changed from his prior comments. So he's doing something very precise here. He's doing it on purpose, and I think he has an intent. Now, can you and I read his mind as t- to his intent? I don't know, but I think he's trying to get the markets uh, at least a picture of reality. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. Now let's take a look at one of the, the pieces of data today that I've already done videos about, which people can find on my Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio, and I've been talking about, which is the Cyber Monday numbers. The Cyber Monday numbers, uh, where, of course, people do their big online buying, is down 1.4%. But if you take, it's the first time it's been down ever, but if you take a look at November spending, that seems to be up about 11%. But what I cannot do a mathematics on is if the increase in spending is about people having more money and actually buying goods or that the price of goods went up so we're comparing dollars for dollars but they're not actually getting the same buying power for the dollar you know tony you stole my thunder that's exactly the point that people need to understand there's inflation built into these prices if you notice there haven't been as many discounts this holiday season i've been looking at this data for 20 years and this is the first time like you said i've ever seen a decrease in online sales and the sales that we do have are inflated one And two, Tony, the early season sales that we saw in early November were at the beginning of the supply chain PR crunch before people knew about this massive problem with PR or with the supply chain. So they were buying things already because of this influx of cash they had. It was not holiday sales. We can't say that November sales are holiday sales because a lot of these sales were not holiday related, Tony. They were simply because people had a lot of cash. And the benefits of excess benefits have run out, so that cash is going to start to dwindle. Now, let's play a little bit of devil's advocate there. Of course, the spending is holiday spending. People actually started doing their buying much earlier because they worried about supply chain issues, and they didn't think their good or service would be there when they went to go buy it on Black Friday. So they did it in early November, as when uh, groups like Walmart and Target were already starting their Black Friday sales. What's the counter? Okay, Tony, let's do, let me come out of left field here. Ignore the comparison to 2020. You can't do that because we had a, an anomalistic event we'll never see again, hopefully, in history. You have to compare this to 2019. And there was when you look at it, you're going to see that there's a 28% drop in Black Friday sales. And you got to look for the entire month of November. And you have to adjust for inflation. And when you adjust for inflation and you adjust for the entire month of November, two years ago, you're not going to see this increase that the, the retailers are bragging about. And, Tony, it's important to one point one thing out. The National Retail Federation and a lot of these trade groups do not represent economic information. They are proponents and cheerleaders for the retail industry. So they're going to give you false information. I've looked at this. For 20 years, the National Retail Federation has made positive forecasts. For 20 years, they've been wrong. Well, that's a, that's a statement right there. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. So now let's get into something Joe Biden said. I'm going to share this with you. This was a, not his commentary just the other day. It was commentary uh, about a, a, a week ago. Uh, Joe Biden uh, talking about where where the economy is 
about where things are 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 going about you know how we're we're doing with economic growth this was the president even with the pandemic we've generated a record job creation a record economic growth in this country is he right or is he wrong well he's right because of the v tony when you take the economy to the the depths of, of the bottom there's going to be nothing to go but up but it's not true we have just now gone back to pre-pandemic levels. And if you look at the slope of GDP growth and you look at the slope of you know, job creation, that thing has plateaued. It is not going up at the same rate it was. And it's not exceeding the levels if we had been growing that we would have been at if it weren't for the pandemic two years ago. So his, his, his statement is, is very misleading the way he's crunching the data. I want to bring it back to Jerome Powell, uh, the Fed chair, because uh, Joe on Twitter is asking uh, this this question. One of the things that Powell has done, you talk about him trying to calm uh, the markets. He also has said uh, that tapering could wrap up a few months sooner than expected, and they're going to accelerate the timetable for lowering or eliminating the monthly bond purchases. Uh, give us a good definition of what of what this is, what tapering is, and how that could affect markets negatively. Well, what he's trying to do is they've been pumping a lot of cash, Tony, and this is how he is fighting inflation. They've been causing inflation by buying treasury bills. That puts cash into the economy. When they slow down the purchasing of treasury bills, that's taking money, cash, cash, out of the economy. So what that's going to do, he hopes, is to reduce inflation. And they very were precise, like I said earlier, redlining their statements to say that they're going to begin to taper sooner than earlier means they fear inflation. They're not going to wait, Tony. They think inflation is bad and it's not going away soon. It's no longer transitory. So he's taking action now to try to tamp down inflation. Are we now admitting this? Are, are we now in the place where we're just, it was the Biden administration that wanted to tell you and Jen Psaki and everybody else that this inflation was transitory, meaning not permanent? There, that was their buzzword. That was their 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 thing. Um, and uh, even Powell said it's probably a due time to to to, to retire the, the word transitory. So is the administration going to admit? No, no, no. Inflation's here to stay. Okay, well, there, there's, that's a political question that you can answer, Tony. I can't answer that. I can just tell you that in October, the annualized inflation rate was 10.8%, highest in 31 years, 10.8% for that month. And we're going we're gonna to exceed 6% for the year. Is it here to stay? You know, Tony, let, let's see what happens next November, because this inflation is a product of spending by the government and loose money by the Fed. The Fed has said they're going to slow their loose money. But I haven't heard the White House say anything about stopping the spending. That is Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. Matt Will on Twitter. Dr. Matt Will, I should say. D-R-M-A-T-T-W-I-L-L. Dr. Matt Will on the Twitter box. That's where you can find him, sir. Always a pleasure. I have got more coming up. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz.